This is episode 251 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dion Morales, and today I'm joined by Marcel. Four rounds is not all I need, Monsano. Yo, so I am being classy today. I am drinking champagne out of a wine bottle like a true... Uh, out of a wine glass? A champagne glass. Uh, no, yeah, thank you. A champagne out of a wine glass. I, I just got to make that sure. That would have been weird. The that people... been weird. It's, like, it's hard to get it in. Like, it's, like maybe use a funnel. <laughs> That's why uh, for, for our audio-only listeners, they would have been like, wait, what is he doing? He's, uh, apparently, you're just trying to get that flavor, that little bit extra. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, we're also joined by Will. All I need is you all. Hey, Gwood. Uh... <laughs> You almost corrected it to y'all. I, I almost typed y'all. <laughs> and Ryan, Elmo Chaos Flames dot gif Stanizuski. Chaos everywhere. Ah. <laughs> so uh, announcements and news. Quite a few things, uh, unless you've been living under a rock. So last Tuesday, right after we... Uh, you know, we end up publishing our podcast Tuesday mornings, or if you're watching Wednesday, uh, Monday nights, AMG dropped all the new rules, scenarios, points, everything. It is out there in the wild. Uh, we're going to be talking about all of that, but today we will, what we will not be doing is breaking it all down for like, we're not going to go and read the rules to you today. Uh, we're going to be making videos for that. But we will be referring to all of those new rules throughout the podcast today. Uh, pictures of Republic Z95s got leaked by a French distributor. Uh, Adepticon rules for all the events are complete, posted, and up. We'll be talking through there. And we had the we had the Cherokee Open uh, happen last weekend. It was our first taste of competitive X-Wing. Uh, shout out to Stephen Parker and Dad Gaming uh, for doing that. Even though they didn't have the tournament rules, they were just like, let's do it. Let's go for it. And uh, I, com I commend them with uh, with a short time and then also i want to announce a uh, a local tournament here uh besides adepticon but the weekend before adepticon the saturday before at pastimes comics and games uh the home store of gold squadron we're going to be doing a four round warm-up tournament so if you if you haven't practiced your objectives enough or you want to get a few more games in and test out some lists before actually uh committing to a list at adepticon it's a perfect time to get it done uh we're gonna we're Capping at 32. $10. Uh, we'll be splitting that between uh, everybody for store credit. We got some participation prizes. Obviously nothing as cool as what we actually have at Adepticon, but uh, it's a great time to practice and looking forward to seeing you guys out there. All right. So uh, I figured we start with some of the easier stuff and then we just keep diving down and we keep drilling down. Uh, and I figured we start with uh, what I was like, all oh, super neat, super excited to see it. Uh, here we go. We got Republic Z95s confirmed. All right. Marcel, give me a stat line. What's your guess? I didn't know they had Republic Z95s. Um, what? That's when, where when the Z95 come, come from. That's where it comes from. No, I'm saying, when did they announce this or show this? He did. He literally didn't listen to the intro. Wow. wow. Of course. Classic. <laughs> um, so uh, it was. It was like, leaked by a French distributor. It'll be two two. You don't think? Man, look at those wings. They're so menacing. You don't think they get that third dice? 
No, it'll be two, 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 two. All, all, all uh, twos. twos across the board. Yeah, it'll be just like the other Z95s. Oh, sad. I, mm. Will, do you think those wings give them anything? What do they get? They got to have some sort of uh, juicy chassis ability or something, right? Uh, because the so the V-Wings have bombs. Mm -hmm. Tarkin has missiles, I believe. I don't know if anybody else has missiles on their V-Wing. But that's kind of their specialty. Torrents, they're normally the munitions carriers. They like that uh, uh, lock action, a little bit chunkier. So what does the Z90, what is the, what is the role? What is it specialized in then? I, I don't know. Well, I'll give you a, a different perspective. It's, you said this is Galactic Republic, right? Yeah. So just chronologically, ships evolve and you would assume get better as they evolve. So, you know, the X, the T-65 turned into the T-70. The Rebel A-Wing turned into the Resistance A-Wing. So they evolved and they've gotten better. Uh, so I would say this is like a early, if it's a Z-95, it's an early Z-95. So I wouldn't make it, I wouldn't, outside of their abilities, I wouldn't, think that the chassis itself would be better than um what comes in a future era you don't think so because my, my understanding was that the z95s of the later era are like basically like the scraps like we slap this together and it flies and has lasers it's kind of the my understanding canonically of it and which could be wrong which could be wrong i mean that's 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 what i who knows stanizuski what what are you got any any guesses uh my guess will be they'll stick with the two attack two agility uh but i think they'll go three hall one shield you know it's it's a beefier z95 um uh, but i think them having shields in the past they'll they'll kind of have that uh fo style health the three sheet the three hall one shield um what i did do is a little bit of uh digging into the wikipedia as its armament, what it has been known to take. Mm -hmm. Normal wingtip-mounted laser cannons, but it has torpedo launchers, potentially. So oh, we snap. could see, instead of a missile Z-95, we could see torpedo Z-95s. All right, all right. Well, we'll see what ends up happening. Super excited. Uh, you know, if you, if you go in and enhance, here and enhance, uh, what, what, does that, what does that look like? Initiative three, uh, Hawk, maybe? And, no, that's an H. Hawk, what's something that starts with a D? Uh, the clone with a D name. Who knows? Oddball? Is that Oddball? Is it an O? Drift? Always, that's like dirt. Always, always could be Oddball. Isn't that like a, it's just Drift right there. Uh, Dirk Diggler? I don't know. Dirk. <laughs> Dirk. I do. I, I think from these quotes, I'm kind of scrolling through the Wikipedia of uh, Hawk and Warthog flew these at least before. Okay. Don't know if we'll get the same abilities. Oh, we'll find out. What if? Uh, here, here, I'll take my shot in the dark. Uh, maybe these get to boost and barrel roll. Why not both? All right, not in the same turn, but you got options. You got options. System phase boost, please. Let's go. Yep.
Marcel, please do not adjust your gain locally. I will do it. Put it back to where it was because you just made everything. Peak. I don't know where it was. <laughs> I just went like this. With the dial. So you just, just, just spin the dial. See what happens. All right. Um, somebody says reinforce. Maybe. I don't know. That's, that's, that'd be a bold choice. Bold design choice. But we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, and I think the other, the other um, picture that was going around with this um, was also the rogue, rogue class. What, what the heck is the thing called? It's a rogue class starfighter. Rogue class Sounds starfighter. Right. But we we talked about that. That that leak came out earlier before. Uh, some people hadn't seen it yet, but uh, but it's out there. Uh, but yeah, super excited. We'll see what we end up getting here for the Republic. Another small base ship. Uh, now I wanted to go ahead and talk about the Adepticon tournament rules uh for for the event because i know uh there's a lot of people who listen to the show who are planning on going or just curious what's happening so if you go ahead and uh and open up that document which we'll get a, we'll get a link to it but i posted it all over facebook and discord um in this document i specifically want to focus on uh, on the main event because uh, i was allowed to publish this so we can talk about what's in here uh but uh, amg is in the process of um publishing tournament rules all right it's on the boat they said it's it's fine that let people know it's on the boat so there's going to be some things in here when uh, when you look at it, you go but what's that can you be more specific i can't but everything in here is refers to things that are coming uh and i was as clear with what i could be as possible uh namely some of the some of the bigger changes you might notice uh is uh, we'll go ahead and start here. We're doing six rounds of Swiss on day one of Adepticon, single elimination on day two. That's pretty normal. Um, and right here, per the Atomic Mass Games event rules document, each game timer will vary from 72 to 78 minutes. Now, you might be wondering, how do you determine that? I can't tell you but it will vary uh, the the second part of here if you continue reading is that the actual timer okay uh, will not be displayed it's not a public timer and the reason for this is the goal is to play to 20 points and 12 rounds not to play to time that is what is at least being tried now with that one of the things I, I when I when I had my conversation with AMG and I can do this because this was my idea this was my idea was hey what is the information that I can get you to see if your ideas are working and um, we're working with Dennis Bale from TTT shout out to him by the way and when you report your score and you're, you're a player on TTT we're actually going to be collecting more information than just who was the winner who was the score we want to know how many rounds of play did you have in your game and did you go to time yes or no can I okay. can I add um can I make a suggestion on adding one more thing? Again, if, if what we're doing is collecting feedback, both for ourselves so we can talk about it, and then uh -huh. um, we can share it. And then if other people see it and build on it, then great. Uh, if we are data, we are data. Another thing that I think might be 
useful is did you enjoy the game that so <laughs> no, i mean the, i'm being i'm being i i understand because i'll tell you why because that will give us a little bit when we when we pair that up with um which objective was played there might be some objectives that uh, you know that are m- more fun than others and, mm-hmm. and the numbers will say that so i'm not saying that to say like oh people like it people dislike right it. we don't even have to put the like 30 percent of the people liked it or not i mean we don't even have to do that if we don't want to get like um you know drama but at least we can say the you know the the objective that was or the scenario that was most liked was this the second scenario uh we can give i think the raw numbers but i think a better way to do that personally i think a better way to do that would not necessarily be on the match slip because i want to keep that match specific but after we can definitely collect that data because i'm going to have contact information for for everybody and then do do some type of survey i think that's a great idea once people have actually been able to play through the scenarios and collect you know their own personal feelings on all of them i do like that as an idea uh the the um on the match slip itself though i'm i'm gonna refrain from putting that on there i like the concept though um but i want to i wanted to finish this uh because there's a couple of questions that came up in the chat well somebody asked like um am i allowed to have a timer running uh if my opponent and i agree you're not going to know how much time is on the timer so that might end up hindering you um I'm not going to stop you. I don't, frankly, don't care, right? I'm not going to go check it. I'm going to check your phone, see if, uh, if you have a timer on. I don't, I don't care. The, what might, I'm just thinking, not at, at Adepticon. I'm saying at future events, what might be frowned upon is if your opponent believes that you are wasting time by checking a timer, that may be frowned upon. I don't know, but that's just kind of my two cents with what, uh, what I've experienced there. And again, uh, the the focus that they want, and I, I built all the rules are built here for w- the goals that AMG wants. All right, they want everybody. They want you to play to twenty points, uh, twenty mission points, and twelve rounds. Or you know, if the timer ends, then somebody was asking, "How do you know when the timer ends?" I'm gonna have a microphone and say, "Finish your round. That's it. You're done." All right. Um, in a much, you know more event worthy way of course <laughs> but uh but wanted to go ahead and uh, and get that and then for rankings the tiebreakers strength of schedule and combined mission points um you'll notice that there is no such thing as mov anymore it's gone no mov uh it's just strength of schedule and um and combined mission points if you're wondering like what are mission points you're the score of your games so for instance if will and i played or playing in a tournament and uh we both went six and oh but he scored a total of 55 mission points meaning like points from ships destroyed and points from objectives those that number together in each in each uh in each game and he scored 55 and i scored 40 he is above me in the rankings so what you'll see on ttt when that's ready you'll see your um your how many wins and losses you have in one column followed by a strength of schedule score 
followed by combined mission points. You'll see that all stacked up there. Uh, the, there is a third tiebreaker. It's technically random, but uh, it's going to be very unlikely that those don't break. And if we get a problem there, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, as for qualifying for the finals, you got to earn 15 or more uh, points to move on to the finals. I will tell you just flat out, that is my call. That has nothing to do with AMG. Um, that, that basically, I'm saying you got to go 5-1 and one or better. Uh, there is no way to intentional draw into the cut. The way that they're doing, um, the way that they're doing event scoring, they're doing three points for every win, one point for a draw in the event points, uh, and no points for a loss. But with the way that math worked out, I chose 15 specifically because there is no way to intentional draw into the cut, which. Uh, if you've been around X-Wing for a long time, was was drama long ago? Because <laughs> uh, if I if I lower if I were to lower that to let's say fourteen, then we're in a different we're in a different story. So, yeah, but you would need two draws. You would need to go four wins, zero losses, two draws, which means you would have to collude with two different people. Right. Highly unlikely. I mean, highly. And if you could, then just on basis of of like being able to get two people to give you. Uh, a point yeah you know you deserve to be in just just for that mm -hmm. i think personally uh can i can i clarify something else uh that uh smikers brought up in chat the so the draw in the scenario rules right now mm -hmm. if you are tied at 20 points and there's more rounds to go you play until someone's ahead at the end of the round uh, the, the this draw would be as if you're tied at time. If do I understand that correctly, Deal? Yeah, the score. If your your mission points are tied at time, you get a zero. You get a zero. Uh, assuming you get one point each for uh, for both players. Correct. So there's no more final salvo. That's gone. It's over. Well, what about in the elimination rounds, Dion? That, I don't have an answer for you yet. <laughs> I don't have an answer for you yet. Um, I have submitted the question. until there's a winner. I, I mean, in, I mean in, in, the final, in the final, that might end up being the, the call. Uh, you basically play an additional round. Um, and play if you're until there's a winner, yeah. play until there's a winner, uh, essentially, um, Sudden kind of, death. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, exactly. So, uh, it might be a little bit, might, might be a little bit different. We're still looking into that. Um, you'll understand when you guys get a hold of the, the tournament document, um, why why some of this is still a little bit nebulous there's some information uh that was provided some things that i had to kind of supplement in there uh for the purposes of adepticon specifically and the goals of the convention um but yeah it should be uh it should be should be good prizes we've talked about uh we've talked about this quite a bit there's a picture of everything there uh though there was something that i realized i missed on my initial post the champion does get travel and room for the next world championship that is going to be for the winner and there is also another prize that was 
written down for me in one place and not mentioned in another that's really cool and I think will end up being the most desirable thing for most people. I know I'm being very vague, but that's because I don't know if it's coming or not. And if it's not, I'm sorry. But if it is, then I think you will be excited because it's something that hasn't been available before. And now it will be, which is cool. I know, super vague. Thanks, Dion. You're welcome. <laughs> All righty. Um, any from, from you guys, from you guys, are there any questions about the main event? That 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 maybe uh, a player m might have that I haven't thought of. So, um, correct me if I'm wrong, and this might be something that we're just waiting on the official tournament regulations for. Mm -hmm. um, do we know how we're determining what scenario is occurring each round, and is oh, it going to be tournament wide or is great it going question to be per player basis? Great question. It's tournament wide. Tournament wide. I decide as the tournament organizer. I get to decide. I get to randomize them, and uh, we will we will be playing six rounds that first day. So each one gets played. So you know once the, once three have happened, Ooh. you know Can what we the let four. Chat decide? No. No. <laughs> no. No. Get out of here. <laughs> they will we'll play all of them. But... <laughs> While they would like it. Uh, once we've played three of them, you know what the fourth one is going to be, right? Because of process elim elimination, we'll have two more rounds after that, and then we go from there. Okay? And is any and is the elimination rounds going to be the same randomized and, and just start ro yep. you know, rotating, basically? Okay. Or is it randomized all the way through? And the cut? That would be interesting if you randomize mm. it all the way through elimination. Yeah, because it's not a It's set, top 16, it's right? Uh, so it's it, depending on the number of people. Well, it depends on cut. it's a graduated cut. It's a graduated ah, okay. cut. So, so we'll it, assume 32, 16, 8, 4 final. So at least all of them will will be played in a top yeah. 16. Then that, that final was, chance encounter would be ideal, but I'm not. Oh come on! These people have the mindset of like the final has to be a chance encounter. That's like it's. Least least interesting i mean we could For go you, what is, what is that what is that wizard is it the wizard where he plays uh super mario bro world they're like oh you thought you're gonna play super mario bros 3 in the final no <laughs> i don't know if we could go that bold to just bust out a brand new scenario but the uh, riots in the streets <laughs> you're playing the droid you're looking for good luck uh yeah, good luck. the droid you're you looking for the other day yeah hopefully <laughs> you played soccer. on thursday um so but yeah the um the the scenarios Per AMG, they want them all randomized so they all end up getting used. And with the way the numbers are right now for the final, uh, we'll have end up find, having five rounds on Sunday. So the, the round of 32, which probably won't be 32 unless we get all the way to the, uh, you know, if 100-something people come and sign up in person, uh, you know, the, the week of. Uh, but right now we're, we're at the round of, uh, of 32. We'll get all four of those, and at the final, it will be randomized, and we'll make a big show of it. We'll we'll like so that it's it's 100%. Everybody knows what it's gonna be. We'll do some type of some public way to to know to randomize what that final uh, that final round will end up being. 
So, uh, yeah, we'll end up seeing seeing what happens. Unless somehow we end up with only four rounds worth of people on Sunday, and then you know exactly which one it'll end up being. So, Dion, if you want to have the most fun, Lupin Chewie's four players, right? And it is. Each player color represent the objective. <laughs> Last one standing. <laughs> Mm, I like it. <laughs> True Adepticon tradition. I mean, this is the way. And uh, for anybody who is playing, uh, please make sure to, to carefully read uh, all the information here. The, the link for the actual tournament is active. You can get yourself added to the roster. Uh, of course, if you don't have a ticket, if you didn't buy one, don't sign up because you're just wasting my time when I have to delete you later. Uh, but uh, the only thing that's not open right now is lists that's closed because there's some things that need to be tweaked uh but you can get go ahead get yourself on the list and we are using yasby uh as our official uh list builder you must put your list in the tournament software using the yasby link method uh bring bring two paper copies as well uh one to match up what's on yasby and one for your opponent uh i got instructions there you should be good to go and uh yeah we should should be cool uh there's also a bunch of side events that we're doing here i'll just go ahead and just drop this event schedule and index there we got aces high pods that have been i adjusted the rules for the new 2.5 same thing with hangar bays you'll notice that it says extended on there yo bring whatever you want i don't care for for the pods like if you want to bring out bust out your key raxes bust out your uh i don't, I don't know wh whatever floats your boat feel free to do it same thing for aces high you know like just have fun the whole point of those is just to have a good time get yourself some prize tickets uh, and that we got x-wing duos that's happening on uh on the thursday uh droids you're looking for that's on friday that's on friday and that is a new scenario um it's not necessarily going to be added to like our official set of four it's just like uh think of it as a as a it's a, a side scenario for funsies and um and that's going to be the first time it's actually played by anybody uh they're getting me all of the kits for that and you can play if you show up at the first round of that you can play up to six rounds of it or you just play one you play as many times as you want uh we have designated start times for each of those then also on that friday we have the world open qualifier warm-up pods so we'll set off four to eight people basically getting their chance to practice uh the day before Saturday, the real deal. Sunday, the finals and the Gold Squadron Galactic Redemption event should be good to go. Uh, it says, do we need to pre-register for these events or can we sign up on site? I was going to follow up on that. Basically, like, so say, for example, for the, especially the redemption event, people who don't know if they made the cut or not. Mm -hmm. You can sign up. Be on you, could, you can sign up right they, there. Or, mm -hmm. or, or do they have to sign up the day before, ideally online? Like, I don't know how that so it's it's in person all online ticketing is closed as of 5 p.m today like it's it's closed down um so i know i wish i could have had this out sooner but this was the t the timing that we had was the timing that we had um but yeah everything on this list we can get you in uh that day of we're gonna have several people um you know working the uh, the registration table uh you bring your ten dollars and and you get in 
for for the events uh of course you do require a badge for adepticon so if you don't have a badge yet that's another issue that's something you'll have to talk to adepticon about and maybe get on a waiting list or something that is available uh do you know how many people are currently signed up the last i saw was 140 something i could just go right now event schedule oh they took it down because they're doing stuff around 140 something is uh, is the number that i saw last for the main event should be a good time i'm excited i'm excited and uh and the one the one thing that is different for x-wing versus the convention uh is uh, x-wing players while you are playing uh during the event you do need to wear a mask uh because uh we are unable to social distance in that place uh, or uh, while playing and we're talking in each other's faces for 75 minutes so uh while you're actually playing mask we will be worn uh obviously when you're not playing if you don't want to to wear one you do not have to um we're just going to require that during gameplay you go ahead and uh, and have that mask on so uh yep that is that any other questions you, those are those were awesome those are all you know just i'm like information blind because i've been so deep in this and i don't know what people don't know uh, just, uh, I think the only thing you missed there, Dion, was that uh, the World Open Qualifier warm-up pods mm -hmm. are standard, just like the main event is Correct. played in standard. Correct. Yeah, I would. If you're gonna do anything, please read these. I have. I spent so much time. By the way, shout out to people who helped me with editing. Just like getting all this information here, Aces. Aces High is extended. There's the rules. Hangar Bay extended. Duos standard for duos. All right. Droids you're looking for is also standard. There's your launch times. You can play up to six games. You don't have to play them all. Whatever. Follow your heart. World Open Qualifier Warm Up Pot standard. Like all the information you need is in there. And if you have a question, hit me up. I got you. We'll take care of you. Do we know if we're being allotted any more or less space this year in terms of between the tables because of trying to distance even though they're not requiring masks? So as of right now, I assume no. Assume no, and if we have extra space, I'll space it out the best I can. Um, the, the challenge as, as the organizer... Um, uh, as as the organizer is we need space for the main event and we need space for side events going on at the same time uh, so so trying to manage that um, I I would expect probably not because the other thing is they are we have a, a base map for how Adepticon is set up and then now that they, they know how many people have signed up they use those numbers to adjust how many tables we have so um, I would my personal guess is I would assume not, but that's also one of the one of the reasons why, um, as the TO of X Wing, I'm implementing, you know, uh, th that mask have to be worn during the games. I, I was gonna say like, hey, 
That should be a call out. Everyone gets signed up and pre-registered, but you just said everything closed down. It so. is. It is. It is. Unfortunately, uh, it's it's one of those where uh, you know they they close it a month early. Though, if you really want a ticket and you you want to do it, get on the wait list. If you go to Adepticon, okay, you go to the Adepticon website. Let's go ahead. Let, we'll do this together. All right, Adepticon, and you're like, I really want to register. It has this giant register now button. And uh, and it takes you here. You're like, oh, but but what, what do you mean it's closed? It does take you to a wait list. Go ahead and fill this out. Submit it. Put your email address in there. Um, and and you never know. And if 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 we if you let me know, hey, I'm on the wait list. Can you get me in? And you tell me ASAP. I can get that to the head of Adepticon and be like, hey, I got more people who want to give you money. Are you in? <laughs> All right. So uh, I, I want to make sure we make it happen for you. Just, just, so please just let me know. L let me know and we will do what we can do. As someone who's actually had to go on the waitlist Adepticon in a previous year, I was able to get in. So mm -hmm. don't fret. Go on the waitlist if you're even thinking about it. Yep. It's better, better, better to be... To, to have that opportunity available for yourself. Go ahead. You might have, you might have mentioned that already. So, mm -hmm. um, the, the, are, are we going to provide uh, objective markers or what should people use for objective markers? That is a great question. If you go ahead and, and take a look at that document, the uh, everybody who plays, and I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll pull that up one more time. Uh, everybody who plays, if you look, if we scroll down to the prizes, everyone is receiving a set of Adepticon objective markers and a range one and a half ruler. Everybody gets one. And that's going to be handed out. Basically, you you check in. Hi, my name is Marcel Manzano. Your lists, please. Thank you. And the person next will be like, here's your objectives. Kronk, five. Here's your, your ruler. There you go. And the hope okay. is since both you and your opponent will have get, gotten five, that hopefully by the end of the day, between the two of you, you got at least five. <laughs> You got 10. There's 10 out there between you and your opponent. Hopefully you got five. Yeah, you may want to say, because I think in the participation text, it has extended art, heroic, and fanatical, and one prize ticket per game, but it doesn't say those tokens. Oh, yeah. That's a great, you know what? Literally can do, fix that right now. Let's do it. Doing it live, baby. Yeah, we're going to be playing for, uh, what do they call it? Uh, playing for, for title or how do, how do they do it in the racing ones? Playing for papers? Playing for, Play, playing for pinks? <laughs> playing for pinks, there you pink go. Slips. Like, like whoever wins gets one of the other people's uh, tokens. <laughs> tokens. Yeah. That, that's brutal. <laughs> uh, participation. This would be uh, five um, objective. You, you can bet them, Marcel. Tokens. I like that. And a 1.5 range ruler thanks thank you for for reminding me for that yep and that's one thing so i know a lot of people have been testing this out on tts and thank the developers who've been updating it uh the automatic middle objective placer has been awesome take some time to actually do that in person before you get to adepticon since you're gonna have to do that for every single game mm -hmm. even chance encounter 
know where the middle objective is going to be and how to use it. I'm gonna glue 18 range rulers together. Wait, no, I only need six. Six range rulers <laughs> together. You can make, you can make Just the set TTS, it down. The, the TTS uh, grid. Yeah. Oh wait, no, there's six, uh, the the epic ones swivel, right? Yeah. Spread out the rulers. So, so he. <laughs> Here's my here's my suggestion. N not only try it. Um, there was there was a pretty long thread that, that I saw, like you know, like four and a half isn't the actual perfect center. Uh, and what if the mat isn't the exact right size? The reality is that mats shrink, stretch. Uh, four and a half gets you real close. So what you do, you and your opponent. Go ahead and measure that four and a half, okay? I'm just doing it with two range three rulers, okay? You measure that four and a half on both sides. Put it as close to the middle as possible, all right? You guys aren't dummies. You guys can do it, all right? You set it that way. Go from the edge now. Adjust that, that way. Double check. You're ready to go. Like it's it's not it's not that hard it's not the end of the world I promise y'all gonna be okay get it as close as possible uh, because the reality and, and somebody asked like can you like pre mark the mats they're not my mats I cannot pre mark them and also the uh, it's not feasible for to have my team members pre measuring that and like putting stickers on mat like it's it's just not it's not a feasible thing uh, to end up doing I believe in you. We'll be okay. I have to. Ha I have to have the faith. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, I, I I would have given up long ago on this Adepticon thing. Cause man, it's been a lot of work. Uh, and to answer the question, there is a resistance damage deck. Uh, they just didn't include the picture. <laughs> All right. So so that's uh, that's Adepticon stuff. Let's go ahead and uh, let's get into some X-wing philosophy. Some some ideas here. What uh, what we got new rules, right? All kinds of stuff. Um, you know, like I said, we we had the the Cherokee open, which I do want to hit before we end today. But I think this is probably going to end up being the the beefiest part of our episode. Um, I would like to know your guys' initial thoughts, reactions, worries, room for improvement, things you you could see end up being tweaked. Like um, I want to try to to take as constructive of of a look at this. Um, we can talk about it emotionally, but I also want to be see if we can be constructive because you know I, I think in in both. There's there's ways to get lost in, in both sides of like this is the best thing ever, uh, and and also being like this is the worst thing ever. Like let's let's try to 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 go ahead and piece this apart. So how yeah. many games? How many games have you got? I know I, know, I personally I, have only played two. How many have you played, Marcel? Um, I played like two, in, two in two in person. You played two uh, in person. Only two in person, and I've done like seven online. Seven online, Ryan. Yeah. I have done two online and spectated a whole bunch of friends, but that's it. Okay, Will? He's getting, he's counting toes. He's at the cut. <laughs> yeah, you're muted. Still muted. I'm unmuted now. Uh, that's okay, because the things I was telling, saying to myself did not matter. I got zero in person right now, uh, trying to change that. But I got about maybe seven or eight uh, online over the past week. All right. 
cool. So uh, some mixed experience. My, I have had the least number of games because I've been over here uh, gr grinding away trying to get these rules uh, done for y'all. But um, so have, has I have only the two scenarios that I've played. This is what I want to hit for next. Two, the two scenarios I've played are Salvage Mission, uh, which is the um, – the you're taking the satellites and you're you're claiming them and you carry them with your ship and then there is assault on the satellite array where you're it's a king of the hill you're controlling the area around it okay so you, um, you played pick up the objective and stay nearby objectives correct yeah okay you don't, you don't have the <clears throat> the crates i think is what you're missing you use a satellite in the first one in terms of the i know there's two different objectives crate. oh yeah crate yeah <laughs> or tow yeah but yeah, pick it up or stay by it. All right. So, uh, Marcel, have you played all the objectives already? No, I have not played Chance Encounter because um, my guess is that one's probably closest to like a regular game, and I've been trying to try out get rounds in with the the weird ones. Yeah. So <laughs> I've done nine of at a, at like I think the one I've done most is the one where you claim like you you take an action to claim it and then somebody else can take an action rolls a, a die and they have to um roll a hit or a focus to to take it from you mm. so that's the one i've done the most okay will um i've actually done the 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 pickup one the fewest uh i always end up playing the stay by your objectives one that's the I... uh, assault on the satellite array yeah i think i've been playing the assault uh the most uh which is fine because the uh i i guess i don't like some of them <laughs> but i like oh, that oh, yeah, one actually. oh yeah i don't i definitely there's no <laughs> way we could all we could like them all for sure uh ryan um, so it happens that I've just played Assault on the Satellite Array twice, just because it was the, the first one I tried, and then the second one I had was just random roll, just happened to be the same one. Yeah, that one is which one? <clears throat> the King of the Hill. The, the, That's the one, like, stay, stay by one. It. Yeah, be range one. claim okay. it, it's just end phase, most ships. So, um, I think what I've watched the most while talking with friends while they play was the great one, the Oddball Salvage Mission. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Now, um, so I, I again, I've only played the two. Um, so Marcel, I think it sounds like you probably have had the most mix uh, of them. You and you and Will, which one was? Uh, but you haven't played Chance Encounter yet. So from the from the three different ones, which one was your least favorite? Um. I would and say the least favorite is probably the uh, it's a, it's a close tie between the crate one the one you know you claim it or the one mm -hmm. you carry it with you for very specific reasons the king of the hill one or or the one that you know you just got to be within range one mm -hmm. was probably a little better than the than the other two okay okay and I'll I'll get into details later when we oh yeah of course details yeah. Uh, Will. Uh, yeah, actually, I would. Uh, the first time I played, um, the the cargo one, I didn't like it at first. 
Um, but the second time I played it, I did, I think we got the rules right. And I started seeing the fun interactions of like getting your opponent to jump the crates. Um, but the one I, I don't like the claim that's, I think the claim one is the one that has the potential to end the fastest, uh, like win on mission points. Mm-hmm. Um, cause if you can, if you can lock down three of them, uh, and then what kill a ship, you can, you win in four rounds pretty much every time. So that is just so we can we can use the names here. So you're talking about scramble the transmissions, I believe, right? Scramble the transmissions. Yes. I got, guys, I we got my binder. Use, Listen, I'm should, ready for Adepticon. You, you got to make it like more memorable. We do need... Can we call it scrambled eggs? <laughs> can we just sort them to one word? Oh, yeah, scramble, scrambled eggs, salt, salvage. assault, salvage. I, I love those. So let's just go one word on. It. So the. Scramble. Uh, scramble. Scramble is where you claim. I don't... Some Something needs to change in that one, because it, like I said, I feel like, Marcel, I think you're the same, had the same experience that you... If you can claim three, and then just go fight your opponent, fight them where they can't get to the, the other three mm-hmm. uh, that you claimed in time. Yeah, just do the math. Really let's easily. Just do the math. You do... Uh, let's, say, let's assume you don't have a... Um, system phase boost, and you can reach the center of the board uh, in two you do turns, not in boost. one turn. Uh, no, you, because with regular boost, I'm talking about the one, like an example. Ah, uh, because you, you need the action. the action to take away. Yeah. yeah. So you would so need, you like need to be an Aether Sprite or an Ada. Yeah. Or, or a B wing or a wing or something with that. A wing or something with that. Sure. Afterburners basically makes okay. everyone okay. able to do that. Uh, so, assuming you get. The second round is when you get your third one, you know, your third um, objective. That means two on the first round and then three every round after that. That means in seven rounds, at the end of seven rounds, the game is over because two and then three times six is 18. So that's 20 points. You get 20 points. Now, if the opponent has two at the end of seven rounds, they're going to have 14 points. That means that there's a seven round timer for the opponent in that particular one because you don't drop it until you until you get killed, right? So, no, no, they have to reclaim it. They got to reclaim yeah, it. I know, I know, but you don't even, you don't drop it. Like, I'm not saying you will continue to collect. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Just keep collecting it. Then the crit, yeah. Yeah. So, you get seven rounds of game I'm, just because you're going to claim, the middle one will be claimed by the, by one the, of the two sides, by the second right? turns, yeah. So, you get seven rounds of play of with three points in the winner, the the loser or the the one who is only having two objectives, by the end of those seven rounds has fourteen points. That means in order to tie at the end of seven turns, the losing team has to kill six points of the team that's 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 collected three objectives, right? Because that's what'll get you to like 20, 20 points uh, at the same time, unless you kill the one that's carrying the ship. I mean the one that's carrying the thing, but but again, it's it's a timer. So the that one and the one that you claim the objectives, they unlike the one where you have the contested area of the you know you have like two of them, so it's it's zero points. Like that one has the potential to give you zero points mm-hmm. and extend the game out a little bit longer. The other ones, you're basically unless you roll a blank when you're trying to steal it from someone, 
you're basically adding a total of five points a turn when the max is 40. So you're adding five points a turn when 40 is the potential max if both sides get 20. So that's what seven rounds is maximum in those. Uh, and if you kill one ship, a three-point ship, then it's six rounds. If you kill something like Luke Skywalker, then it's five rounds. And that's just the mathematics behind it. It's just uh, the countdown timer does not get to 12 in those because there's only, you know, you're continuously giving out points. Again, with the one where you're uh, capture, not capture the flag, in the, I forgot what we called it, but the one that salvage. Salvage. In, in mm -hmm. salvage, it's a little bit differently because you're going to have a, a lot more uncontested because you either have to stay in that vicinity and keep one of your ships away or you're going to have like two, two ships and two ships and it's going to end up being zero points. Um, so that one... No, you're, talk you're talking about assault. No, you're talking, you're about assault. talking about assault. Yeah, I'm talking about the ones that, that you have the opportunity to have yeah. unclaimed because either you, you know the ship that's hanging out has to come and join mm -hmm. the fight or there's a big mix in the middle and it's kind of um, a lot of potentially zero point scenarios because you have two and two or something like that. You know, it's or there's a lot more uh, swapping between one or the other as ships move around. And so that one, I think, is probably the best scenario in the regard that you don't have um, a continuous countdown timer. Which again, if you only have seven rounds maximum. That means that if you build a beefy jousting list to basically just say, my goal is to claim three objectives and then force the inferior jousting one to come at me because I don't have to do anything. I'm, I'm, I'm going to win in seven rounds, guaranteed. You got to come at me. So then that becomes um, a, it becomes kind of a snowball effect where the superior jousting list will capture the three flags because they joust. They're basically just going straight at them. And then they're holding the holding the fort, um, basically waiting for you to try to kill it. And again, if you have something, some of the lists like um, uh, the list that I played last two or three times already, and I'm one in four rounds, were um, two B-wings with trajectory simulator and bombs, Magvayara, mm -hmm. uh, Magvara, whatever, the U-wing. So that the Ewing's good at at like capturing the 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 the, the one where you've got to be within range one because mm -hmm. it counts as two uh, two A wings and Lieutenant Blunt. So that's six ships. One of them is medium base. Uh, two A wings basically can go and do like the fast forward five to capture the flags early, and then run around with back arcs with vector thrusters. Then you have the beefy B wings that can kind of Contestable, um, and you have the U wing. Uh, Marcel, if, if you love rearcs and B wings, let me tell you what, I got a list for you here coming up. Uh, yeah, I'm, pre <laughs> I'm pretty sure, but I'm just saying a list like that that has three super tanky uh, ships, which is two B wings and a U wing, two fast ships to be able to do the other type of objectives, and then you have Lieutenant Blunt for two points, just basically um, throwing up space more than anything, right? Those kind of lists are going to dominate in most scenarios. And in order to beat it, you either have to get lucky with the dice a little bit, or you have to have a list that jousts better or that can, it's hard to alpha strike a, you know, a, a, a U wing or a B wing. 
you might be able to kill an A-Wing, but again, you have six ships, so... And then I think we saw that kind of stuff in um, in Cherokee when we go through it, where there was a lot of very... I think the winning list was very beefy B-Wings with Trajectory Simulator and that kind of stuff. So, anyway, that that that's that's my point, mm-hmm. is just that uh, I don't think anything is necessarily broken in that I think the objectives can work if you you kind of give the the list that wants to maybe um, get into a good position uh-huh. to kill things mid-game. And then at late game, is like, okay, now you have fewer ships. Now I can go collect objectives and, and kill you or just outright kill you if, if you up the, um, the victory points to like 25 or 30 in, the, in specifically those scenarios that end really fast. Or um, the other thing as well, if you just tone down the power level of the of the six and seven ship lists, because right now the six and seven ship lists are outrageously uh, loaded out. There, you're, you're usually getting, you know, the second place in Cherokee Open was seven seven ships, all of them named, all of them with either fire control system or torpedoes and. And I mean, all kinds of fun toys. And you got seven named pilots with additional points for upgrades. It's just, I mean, what are you going to do? It's its just yeah, a lot that, of... Uh, yeah. the one, one of the things that I definitely observed a lot of people talking about was the... Um, a lot of people like to throw out the word balance, balance. I think part of it is, is right. The goal of AMG, they said they really want to focus on the name pilots that the, um, the generics are literally filler. Cause I know some people are like, why would this name pilot and this generic be the same points? It doesn't make any sense to take it. Why wouldn't you just take the ability? And that's, I think literally AMG is going exactly take the one with the ability. I think that that's what they, that's what they want. I think the question is that that's going to take, uh, definitely tournament data. Like if, if seven ships, eight ships, that, that's let's say that's all that ends up making the cut at a, at Adepticon. That that's an obvious sign to AMG. All right, turns out we got to turn up the points on everything and make it so you can fit less ships in. Right, they, they they're gonna have to find the adjustment because with such a big change to the list building, um, I. I don't think that they think they have it. I would hope not. But I, I do not think that it that the points are right and it's gonna take more data than what uh you know small groups of playtesters are gonna be able to figure out. I think right now they kind of they're close or not even close. They they have their first draft. This is what we got. We got the first draft and they they said they said uh, on their uh, on their last cast where they were together that uh, if they see something's wrong that they're gonna fix it like they they're like we'll we'll fix it when we see it we're gonna get it this this is gonna be their chance over time to see if it's uh, if it's right or if it's wrong because right now I think somebody said it's hero wing I agree it de- definitely is hero wing everybody gets to do everything uh... will. So I, feel just, like... I was going to say one thing before I forget. Forget. Yeah. So um, I said that it wasn't broken, and I don't think it is. I actually think the objectives are fun. I think that just right now, the way that they're built, you cut out the end game. You have a beginning and a mid game, and it ends at the mid game because you don't have the ship that's trailing 
to have the opportunity to make a comeback. Um, and I said, just real quick, so two potential ways to solve it, I believe, would be to either raise the victory points significantly, maybe to about 30. The, the mission points. Or the, the mission, the mission, point. The yeah, mission the point requirement, yeah. Yeah, the mission, the mission points in order to get to victory. Mm -hmm. Or uh, reduce the objective count from, and I think that would actually be more interesting, from five objectives to three objectives. Uh, that way you have each side has the potential of just being, you know, two points, maybe one every turn. And that will not extend the, that'll extend the number of rounds because you have two less objective points going every round. So either up the max number of points needed to win or lower the objectives from five to three. Uh, keep the same rules on all of them, but just I think that might um, give you a give you the end game piece that I know a lot of people, you know, when I said that I was felt like it was too fast and missing an end game, I got a lot of pushback from people that I would talk to saying like, mm -hmm. no, I like it. That means you got four rounds of straight destruction. Great. But I didn't want four rounds of straight destruction. I want to kind of outmaneuver a little bit and fly around the edges and, and do old X-Wing stuff. Um, you know, my member berries. So anyway, so I think just wanted to point that out there that those two things, either one of those two things, I think might make a significant difference in in how fast the game's in. Cool. Ryan, we haven't heard from you yet. Um, so in the games I played, um, I definitely, what kind of what I thought uh, for this for a while, what objectives are going to push was a better thought on your turn zero because the objectives are forcing things to engage quicker because well, at least as of now players are currently going for the objectives very fast which as of now is working um there could be ways to uh bait people in in certain ones some people who might overreach for that middle objective in certain matchups and get themselves caught out and killed so that one objective point that they got isn't worth the health and the entire ship that they just lost um and i think people just are solely solely trying to figure things out and adapting uh, it's going to be it's very different very very different um you, because you don't have the time to sort of reset yourself and go from your deployment to however you want to spread out your list those or the turns of toilet bowling right you got to be mm -hmm. more ready deployment and where you're putting placing your ships in turn zero to better set yourself up for the game so in my mind when i see games going faster it's because we're not getting the three to four turns of toilet bowling and repositioning yourself where the higher initiative ships have better advantage of that anyway. To where, or also, on the other end of it, the other jousting swarm list that used to have the higher final salvo count was just able to run across up and down the board edge and just say, you have to come fight me or I win the game, right? Right. Now you have to actually go somewhere and do something, interact with each other. So if you take what, if you recall... We had, you had done tests with Patrick Patrick on game length, an average mm -hmm. it took to get a complete game. That ended, what, about 11 or 12 was kind of the average maximum? 11? 11, 11, it had gone down to 9. It had gone down to 9 in mm -hmm. second edition, right? Yeah. 
subtract about three to four turns of that, and what do we have now? That's close to what we're seeing. Some a little faster than others. Mm -hmm. The average turn game length was nine, and it already had accounted for the average toilet bowl style effect that we saw. Sometimes it didn't flush completely in a circle. Sometimes it only went <laughs> in. You know, there was different. There was different charts made. Um, but it it ended average around nine, and that was with the idea of that there's an end game scenario. And a lot of times, by the time the mid-game was there, it was mostly decided there was some comebacks that could be made, for sure. Um, but with this forcing sort of that early go, that's not there anymore. And that means you need to be more correct on turn zero. You need to think about your placements of the obstacles around the objectives more. Um, every upgrade and ability that is like has a certain amount to it, like only one use or two use, mm -hmm. their value's gone up a lot because your turns are less. Uh, the value of controlling a ship, ioning a ship, uh, doing something that causes it a disruptive mode in a turn up, right? Anything that had used to have a small game effect now is much more drastic. So a lot of new, a lot of new discovery. Um, this we're, we're in week one. Right? Yeah. Um, I mean, the things that I don't like so far are major. The major one thing is that the range zero attacks can be modified by force and can be uh, modified by stuff like wedge attacking, and the defending ship gets one less agility. Mm -hmm. As far as I'm read, I just want it to be like just have your regular attack and not affecting anything the defender does. No force, no nothing. That feels like what the intent was. It's just meant to be a bad attack. Now it just tells me, like, all right, so, like, force is just... Just keep finding as much force as you can. Not that force is going to be the overarching, like, this is 100% yeah. because of this. It'd be a shame if really that bad. force shooters uh, got a replacement defensive effect for shooting that range zero as well. Right, bump into you, get a focus for defense, still have force for offense. Yeah. So there are definitely some some rough edges that I want kind of smoothed out, but I'm still pretty excited for everything that it is. Maybe some of the scenarios need to go up to maybe have their point total increase just to account for that. Maybe there's some different mechanics they can play out with, but everything I've seen, I'm very happy with. Um, I just think people are just getting adjusted to the environment of you're engaging sooner. So if you want to have a flanker, you need to pick a board edge and hope you're one of the last ships being placed down. If you're not, then the other person may decide to play some other stuff across from it and be like, all right, if you want to flank, you're going to fight me along the way. Mm -hmm. I will say the, um, the, the faster feel uh, of the game does remind me more of... Uh, I'm going to say squadrons because that's like the, the closest thing where it's like, no, yeah, you're flying at each other. That's what you're going to that, that That's what you're going to do. Right. Um, and, and I, I think increasing the score would, would give that balance of, um, because the question will be as a, as a community, right. Um, you take the community desire plus the the design goal and um if you have more time more turns of what i'm going to call active play um you can 
possibly but but you're you're shortening the the overall game right because you're taking away the the toilet bowling is what you're calling it or the or the, the repositioning uh that finding the lane increasing the points would kind of be be that balance of maybe i get i get to play longer games and and also have to do the objectives because if you only canoodle in the corner and be like i'm gonna find my perfect spot and you're like well i won the game because you took too long right like there there is going to be an optimal optimal turn to to get going um and and i think i think with time we're going to have to we'll figure it out i mean right? there's that's as a gaming community we're always trying to find that optimal uh that optimal lane now um go ahead can i and i think something else that's just compounding mm -hmm. the um the length of the game to be in shorter and and you say well i went to time yeah you went to time after four or five rounds i think also just with the power creep that we have again with six seven ships or even mm -hmm. if you have four ships or five ships uh but they're loaded out you know to high heaven and each ship even if they're in the same chassis have a different loadout different pilot ability because again the generics aren't really good anymore uh maybe the a-wing generics are probably one of the only good ones but if, for the most part, gen generics are not very good. So you have a pilot ability, and then you have a ton of different loadouts, and each loadout is unique to the ship versus unique to the chassis now. Um, so you have this this thing where you have, uh, you know, like five cards, pilot cards, and then you have 15, 18 upgrade Upgrades. cards, mm -hmm. um, and then you have more dials. So the, the, the length and setup is longer. Uh, and, and when I mean setup, I'm talking about the setup from the time that you arrive to the table, mm -hmm. because now you're like, okay, uh, what does that guy do? And what does that guy do? And what is this ability? Just explaining back and forth, uh, you know, explaining back and forth and understanding what your opponent's list is, is going to take longer because you got more ships to cover. Plus you got more upgrades to cover. And then in between rounds, um, again, it's, it's, it's more of trying to remember different triggers and trying to remember, okay, is this ship the one with this? You know, they look the same. They're both B-wings, but one has um, a torpedo and the other one has a bomb. You know, it's just um, that I think also adds a little bit of lull in the game, like downtime. You know, if you wanted the game to be fast and exciting, usually as you, you, you want to play more and you want to think less is not the right word, but you, you want to spend less time in the, in in the stuff that's not actual playing again that's in in the setup you're going to take more time to put the objectives down you're going to take more time time to because now you've got asteroids plus objectives and then you're going to take more time understanding the opponent's lists and then in the game itself you're going to take more time yourself just figuring out like okay what do i want to do what does the opponent want to do uh and, it, and it's just a matter of you know how much can you you know memorize you're not going to memorize everything especially when you're playing six opponents in a, in a turn even if you're only playing like at a league night just mm -hmm. a lot to remember i mean 20 15 20 upgrades which is what we're seeing now you know 15 20 upgrades five six ships and each ship has a unique pilot ability it's a, it's a lot to remember um well so you know amg you... amg did say that missed opportunities are a thing now and thank oh, God. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> the number, are. Yeah, the number yeah. of cards that are going to be on the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but again, it's, I think that's also lowering the amount of time. You know, you might get to 
75 minutes or 78 minutes or 72, whatever it is now. Uh, so you might get to the end of the game and only be in turn five, not because you guys engaged slowly or, or you guys skirted the board. Uh, it's just because there's a whole lot more to do. And I also think we need to consider for tournaments like Adepticon, uh, increasing the amount of time for setup from 15 minutes to maybe like 20 minutes. Um, just because, again, there's more stuff to do. There's more to understand. There's more to carry around physically. There's more to... Uh, and back to Ryan's uh, earlier point about how much space. I know he was talking about it for social distancing purposes, but we also need to consider how much space do we make available because now if you're carrying around 30 upgrades, you know, again, five, seven pilots and then 20 upgrades, just the amount of space that's needed either on the side of the board Mm-hmm. Or in the you know in the couple inches usually you get like four inches between each side, um, so that amount of space we just need to consider as well. Like where are you going to put all your stuff? So those are all things that um, as a tournament I, I just thought about that. But as a tournament organizer, you're just going to have to consider like l- longer uh, setup times and more physical space to put just more physical stuff that we got to carry now. And from a game perspective, it's just the more the more ships, the more upgrades, the more things you got to do. And remember, just the longer the longer it's going to take from planning phase to end of round each time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to make that point. If you didn't, the table space is at a premium right now. Um, and also, I forgot the other thing I got to hate. Why did you let Trajectory Simulator exist in the faction with Sabine? Stop it. I was, don't. Can be I don't, I don't, I don't know why It doesn't matter that it was like, it doesn't matter what the chassis was, right? It's just the fact that B-Wings have the sensor slot and they gave them bobs. Mm-hmm. And you were like, uh, but, but like, I thought Trajectory Sim might have been banned just in case. Like before we saw the loadout differences, the ex- expectation for Black Box was the um, only capable trajectory sim ship was going to be the bombardment drone in separate bombardment drone. That's right. Is the uh, B-wing the only trajectory right now? Uh, in standard. That's a good question. Let me quickly check bombardment drone. Open up the yes. Bombardment drone lost their sensor. <laughs> they even, no, but they can still drop out of the front. Yeah, them, I think right? it's still drop out the front, but it's, it's that doesn't like that's not a trajectory <laughs> that's not though. That's the that's, same. That's a trajectory simulator existing bomb. is still kind of met as it is. Republic R two D two could take it. Vagabond mentioned that since R two D two gained a sensor slot, so oh that's what true. Faction can, which Legal. would have been like kind of okay, but they let it in the faction with that has all the B wings have almost have access to it and have Sabine crew stasis. I feel like. And I was I was really surprised just because the the mechanic of the scenarios being in the middle of the board and people and things wanting to be there, I thought just for the sake of future development of new ships and new upgrades that they would just ban trajectory simulator, not have to worry about it. I that was I, one oh, thing that was yeah, missing from the ban list understand. that I would have really liked gone. Uh, on my short list of expect to be banned next is trajectory simulator. I wanted to talk about it. it. Um, is it because B wings are slow, so they're like terrible at getting like across the map? It honestly is could be what... any ship because I, I, the it, simulator exists and bombs and, and the area effect with scenarios that hurts. What hurts further is the Sabine crew that has all these side effects that could really make it bad. And they, yeah, they trajectory, are in the, or trajectory they're in the same say faction right now. More bombs. 
Yeah. I mean, it's why Rebels not never got trajectory in the first place. Yeah, I mean that was that was our assumption. Yeah, that like for because you can can drop one. I mean, hit one bomb, so assign the tractor, push to the next bomb, and then assign the something else. Yeah, yeah, I I think definitely uh, twelve people are talking about like canonically. I think honestly, a lot of the decisions on the slots was literally like what happened in Star Wars. Like that that was like the base. Um, and we're we're gonna we're gonna feel the growing pains for for that for sure. Um, also, coin terming him, tragedies. <laughs> tragedies. That's what they Tra- are. Tragedies. Tragedies. Oh man, what what, what won the tournament? Tragedies. We had a tragedy. I like it. Um, yeah. So we'll 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 see what ends up happening there. Um, we don't know. We don't know when it comes to the trajectory simulator. Um, now, what what I want to ask now is AMG. I think they're they're the thing that they focused on the mo- the most was did you have fun um, uh, when playing the scenarios? So I, let's let's just go there. Did you have a good time? Obviously, it wasn't the same X Wing. It is a different game. What was the what was the analogy that you used, Marcel? Like it was still soda, but it's a different flavor. I forget you you was Coke to Sprite. Uh, I was, I was drinking ginger ale. So I think it was ginger ale and Coke. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. yeah, it's 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 definitely different. It 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 is definitely different. Uh, Will, did you have fun? I do have fun playing of scenarios. Yes, I do. Ryan? Yes, I had fun. New things to think about while I played the game. Marcel? Yes, but significantly less fun each uh, replay. So mm. um, the, the, the first few games were fun. The ones that we played in person at the store, probably, mm-hmm. probably mostly because I was playing in person at the store. Mm-hmm. And then every game after that got a little, little less fun. I even shared with you guys, like, I think in a couple of the games I was sharing with you guys, like, four turns, 27 points, four turns, 23 points, five rounds, 25 points. Like, I think mm-hmm. I shared a couple of those screenshots. So the I got a little bit discouraged the, the more games I played. The, uh, yesterday night, I played my Jank Tank game, mm-hmm. and I have to say it was the most fun I've had in X-Wing in the last couple of weeks playing the 2.0 Jank Tank yeah. game. So. And, and you know, I find it interesting that you haven't taken the time to play Chance Encounter because I think, you know, the one, one of the goals that they said that they have is they want each objective to definitely feel a little bit different, be different fun. And the reality is that chance encounter just might be your jam, right? And it might, but I was trying to, I was purposely trying oh, yeah. to do the oh, objective because yeah. I'm, because the chance encounter is basically a dogfight with one point to toss around. Right. Um, it's more like an epic match because you know you're flying with a 300 point list, but still, it's like a dogfight, a dog, uh, an epic match in a three by three uh, mat. Right. Um, so, so that's why I didn't play it. And I'm pretty sure I'll enjoy that one more. I don't think well, it'll be nine rounds because, again, mm-hmm. because of the amount of stuff that you yeah. can do. I'll probably, it'll, it'll probably still be five or six rounds. Uh, but the winner, I think, will be I, – I, I've got – I'm not playing it because I know I'll enjoy it. I know mm-hmm. I'll enjoy it, and I'm trying to see 
the objectives um, to honestly give genuine feedback. I'm not trying to hate. I'm trying mm-hmm. to. That's why. I, oh yeah. That's why I, I, I prefaced it by saying like I think the objectives work. Mm-hmm. They just need to tweak the. They they need they need to have an end game. Right now they don't have an end game because mm-hmm. if you're down in the middle of the game you lost. Right. So they do work. So anyway, to your answer, yes, I've had fun. I've had fun in every game, but it's been a diminishing amount of fun after every time because it feels repetitive. Okay. All right. I like I like it. I like it. I say again, I've I've only played two games, so I haven't had a chance for for it to be repetitive yet because I literally I haven't even played all the scenarios yet. Um but I had a good time. I had a good time. I found it challenging. Um I will say going back to what you guys were saying your um the this not let me make sure I say the right one the the scram, scramble the objectives uh, sorry scramble the transmissions uh that was the one when I read it that definitely seemed um potentially the least enjoyable that's the one I want to actually try when I uh this Wednesday uh when I play uh for the reason you said that it does put it on a timer and maybe their their design is this is going to be the shortest of all the the objectives right if we kind of put them put them in order from from potential speed you have um probably scramble the objectives as the fastest and chance engagement as the slowest, do you guys feel that? Is that about right? Yeah, I'd probably say the crates, maybe the second slowest. Mm-hmm. The salvage mission. The, so when you're saying slowest, oh, like which one? So how, which, long, how many rounds would it take to get to the, 20 yeah, points? The least mm-hmm. round is the one that you carry it with you. The second least rounds is the one that you claim it. The third least is the one that you have to be within range one and you're contesting it. And the one that gives you the most rounds is the chance encounter. And again, that's just because of the math of how when you claim it, you're not contesting it. Somebody is getting that. The only way to not get that point is if somebody takes an action mm-hmm. and rolls a blank. Um, so that's the only way that you rolls don't a get blank. An yeah, like the one that you. So you, yeah, when you try to flip the objective on scramble, you have to roll a dice. On if you get any result other than a blank, it's yours. If it's a blank, it goes neutral, so that no one gets a point from that one. But it's at least yes. turned off. In that so that's got a possibility of giving a zero point, but the possibility is much lower than the one where you have to be within range one to to you know capture the flag. I, I think there's is... I think there's a, a case where the crate one might take the same amount of time as the range zero one because there's the chance that um, the ship may opt to dropping it to be able to do something or force Which, to drop it from crit results. In in the in the game that I played, um, in in the rules for um, for that one for salvage mission it says if you if you execute a red maneuver you have to drop it right. It tells you that you can't do it, but obviously this one, yeah, I can. I'll just drop it, right? Essentially, is the way the way that ends up working. Um, that happened several times in the game. It's like I got I got to bust a K turn here. Gonna, gonna gonna let it go. Is be- that? Uh, I actually never got an answer on that one. We we I had played it as just like. If you dialed in the K turn, you just drop the cargo. But yeah, then there's really just, no you just, penalty you for it picking up the cargo, though. Mm-hmm. That other than you took an action to score a point. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's not red maneuvers. Excuse me. It's advanced maneuvers. Advanced uh, maneuvers. Advanced maneuvers. Yeah, you just you just drop it. 
you, your opponent chooses Is that what it means by you're forced to yeah you're forced to 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 do it i think they're encouraging you not to do it not to do them uh but if it happens accidentally which i mean which means you can use it strategically you say i'm hmm. going to do a cage oops question mark well, actually yeah. you know yeah. wait no uh chris allen has been doing some adepticon rules clarifications in some discords and the way it's the way it's read is you cannot execute an advanced maneuver while you're holding it. So it's no? not a force drop. You keep it and do a stress maneuver, which is the white. Yeah, great. Oh, yeah. I think that's how I played it the second time. Is that you just could not even dial it in. Yeah. Yeah, that chip is out, and that's where list building really again gets a little bit more narrow. Uh, I think in the you know when when you got the ones with the A wings. Um, you know, that's that's what I've been flying. B well, I just wings and so, A wings will take those, or the ones with the Naboo fighters, they just like, all right, I'm just gonna pick it up and zoom away. Uh, a bunch of three agility stuff, and I think there's also a list that's been flying a lot in um, in Europe where it's seven A wings, six of them with crack shot. They're basically built to dominate um, objectives, they so, might lose the other stuff but so i'm sorry J just to go back to salvage mission the mm -hmm. the issue my only issue with that as a as a ruling is that that is not what it says here what does it say there it, it doesn't it doesn't say anything about a stress maneuver no, no, no. Well, what does it, it does say specifically though? say that it cannot perform Ooh. advanced maneuver. right you're you're correct on that then it also has a sentence that says, if a ship must perform an advanced maneuver, it immediately jettisons its supply cache as described above. In yeah, what so other scenario must you commit an advanced maneuver or perform an advanced maneuver so if it's not right on your now, dial? Actually, so a good example <clears throat> is an HMP is carrying a cache and must execute a side slip, which is an advanced maneuver. Uh-huh. So this is where the follow-up rule must be performed. HMP states that you must execute that maneuver as it is. So in these cases, the HMP would still perform the advanced maneuver as stated in this. All right. Well, I'll have to get together with uh, and just ask, <laughs> like, guys, what's the, what's what's the plan? What's the plan here? Please tell me. <laughs> Because that that definitely can cause some uh, some confusion there. So we're gonna we're gonna have to gonna have to solve that. We got four weeks to figure it out. I promise we'll get we'll we'll figure it all out. <laughs> so the um so basically what that means is like uh, a defender would not be able to do the four K because nope. that's correct still an advanced you, maneuver. Yep. you can't stop or back up is it advanced slam considered an advanced maneuver because it's kind of slam you, you can't, can't you slam. can't slam it's, it's just said okay got it yep yep so that might be that would be probably rewindable or that would be rewind all right yeah we're gonna we're gonna have to get, get a clarification on that and you can also not be coordinated um, and that's why, uh, actually, we can we can talk about our experience when we played that one, Marcel. The player tokens are going to matter. I know we we at first tried to play like, oh, we'll just grab the 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 cargo and just like put it next to the ship. It'll be fine. Wow. There was several times like, wait, was this down here or do it? Is it mine? 
that happened a couple oh. times in, in the game. Uh, but also just to have some type of marker to show that you have it. So put please yeah. put them on the ship cards. And at the very least, if you don't have player tokens, just count them when it's point time off of the player cards. But you really should yeah, be it's using the to player put the tokens. tokens. Because you want to give the opponent the visual that you have okay, it which one is yeah which yeah. not only that you have it is which one of your ships oh man is carrying it'll be even it, yeah. cooler is if there was a small way you could actually like poke the the the, the peg size hole for the dial so you can take so you never forget you take an objective token and kind of fit it around one of the the little peg space on your dial so you know like you set it on you set the crate on your dial you know that ship has it a lot of times, you know, you 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 get charge tokens, you get focus mm -hmm. tokens around your ship, like or like where your cards are. Yeah, it, honestly, just, just the dial you always pick up and look at. So, just bring ten pennies with you, and I mean, and, and, and ultimately, you don't need a token. Just get, just get anything. Just go in your pocket, pocket, find some lint. <laughs> you know, as just something that's noticeable and, and, and it'll work. You know, it doesn't you have, have to be fancy. You have five to to eight pieces of noticeable lint in your pockets. Clean your pockets, man. No, well, I'm saving it for that. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh man, lint meta. There it is. X Wing Tavern Wars hashtag lint meta. Um, yeah, so, you know, we have, we have these new rules, um, some of the, the other things, let's go ahead and talk about the change, we talked about the scenarios here a little bit, let's talk about the change to list building, we've been talking around it, um, we're building to 20, every ship, uh, basically that's named gets a slew of upgrade slots the overall power level of the game uh some have said has gone up tremendously there's people comparing like this list now costs th is or this legal list would have cost x number of points in the previous uh with the record being over 250 um you can get up to almost 300 you can get almost 300 there, uh, there not you go quite almost <laughs> not you get quite over 9,000, but I think the, the, 7A wings, the 7A wings are over 300, and then also the 7 Republic, the 3 Naboo, 3, um, three V wings, and and Barris is over 300. I think there's the, the record right now is at 318. Yeah. I think somebody shared a 318 list is the record. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. But now here here's a question, and Matt, Matt B, uh, you know, uh, it kind of kind of a less elegant way to say it but you know we we're comparing um this new 2.5 points to 2.0 uh, and we're doing that for our reference right because that's what we knew that's the world we've come from we went from essentially since the beginning of x-wing because the second edition points were simply a times two of the original points this, this is a this is a brand new scale um so you know com because the power level for everybody has gone up it's really hard to to try to find useful that's fine useful data but to find data that's going to be relevant but i do think it's interesting to, think to compare it the way to say it is uh this is from uh megamind i think is, is no it's from the incredibles 
from the Incredibles, Pixar, or DreamWorks. Oh movie. yeah, uh, that's Pixar. If yeah. Everyone's yeah. If, if everyone's special, nobody is. Yeah, there you go. Everybody gets the to. toys. Like, so it's if, if everyone's at two eighty or three hundred, then does it really matter? Because every you know you're 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 playing against other people that are mm-hmm. at comparable strength. So mm-hmm. it's the power creep is not so far in that. For people who know how to build a list and they've built it that have that backward memory i think where it becomes a little bit of a problem is if you get a newer player you mm-hmm. know because you know uh back in the day uh back in the day like two weeks ago when we had the point system <laughs> long ago uh, you get <laughs> you get somebody that's new to x-wing and shows up with like a 130 point luke skywalker uh and like two other ships you're like oh okay now it's going to get destroyed because it's got 130 point luke skywalker um you know that's still going to be the case because you're going to have somebody show up with uh ships that they don't have the frame of reference of knowing like oh this this used to be really good now it's three points they're just going to look at the all right this is three points and this is three points and then the upgrade points you know uh somebody who's not as familiar with playing that many games will probably put very garbage upgrades. And now you have somebody with 280 points worth of garbage upgrades against somebody with 300 points worth of highly optimized meta wing. Well, <laughs> that- well, I would my, – my only argument to that – I mean, I, I agree. I agree. My only argument is that that's always happened. You always have – you know, the, the there's always players that, that they, they, they have a curve. They're like – I I really want to try this out, and you say, "Hey, you go for it. You play the chill games with them." And that that's the other adjustment that I think we'll have to make is our approach for teaching new players will have to be different. Because previously, right, you'd say, "Hey, slap four X wings on the table. Don't worry about upgrade. Let's go. Let's play the game." Now you 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 can technically still do that. You just got to make sure that you're matching them with a comparable squad, and and you you layer it on teaching word you scaffold the information like right now we're going to go ahead and so we're going to add upgrades now uh and and you 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 dish it out piece by piece which you should have been doing with 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 new players anyway um but yeah i I definitely would agree with you marcel that our the information that we've lived through will give us that that experience we've earned that is my point okay we've gone through the pain all right we've lived through it <laughs> and oh my god the number of hole and shield upgrades that are going to be out there look look forward to all those moments hole and shield on everything hole and shield everybody gets it so being a wing with hole and shield is nice <laughs> and man, a lot yeah, a lot of those four hull sh- or four health ships can get up to six now. Wow! If they feel very Von different, Reg, right? Von Reg can Von Reg get, can get up to six. Yeah. Uh, they can get hull and shield. Yeah, there's man. Uh, Vader uh, X ones. They can go up to seven. Looking it's pretty impressive. Thick. Looking Oof. thick. Seven point. I'm a defender now. Wow. Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the the criticisms that I've seen, um, and I. I, I'm not going to argue w- with it, but it's it's an interesting thing. Um, is like, oh, the, the list will become too complicated. One of the things I took the time to do once I saw the change to to list building is I went ahead and took a look at other war games that exist, and some of the 
like for some of these war games, you have to have like books, like tomes of information for what the that person's list does. Um, and ultimately, my conclusion was: Is it more complex than it was? Yes. Is it too complex? Nah. I I I think that it's it's fine. Um, I I doubt that AMG went in. I I would doubt that they their thought at any point was this list building is going to be too complicated for them. I think they trust. I think they think that we're smart, and that might be a mistake. But they think I it. Don't remember what you said ten minutes ago. So no. I think they were way off. Yeah, we'll we'll see. And there you go. Arm Fish says Warhammer 40k. I have four to five books for an army. Exactly. So I think we'll be all right. I think we'll be all right. Um, and I'm I am excited going back to Adepticon because all this rolls rolls around. I'm excited to see what people guys. I want you to break Adepticon. Please do come to Adepticon. And you just you play your best. You come to crush. You're like, hey, I found this list that I think will crush everybody. Please do. Please do. Because in that meeting I had with AMG, I said, do you guys want data? They were like, yeah. I'm like, okay, let's get you some data. And if if it turns out, I'll just throw something out. Everybody brings a trajectory B-wings, and that's the entire top 16 they'll know there's a problem, right? So let us identify the problem by breaking the game. Uh, and they said that they would make it right. And then we have to hold them to that. So it wouldn't really be at an Adepticon without it, right? Correct. It is history. All right. We got <laughs> to hold up to history. Get broken. Triple jumps, <laughs> quad phantoms, handbrake on first edition in general. Yeah. Uh, so would not be surprised. Uh, old gray rat says but will they they said they said that they would i actually think that um you know one of one of the things that that we should you know give a lot of credit to amg for is just their speed um and this is i know they took a long time to 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 do the first rounds mm -hmm. but um not their speed that's not the right that, that's not the right word their their um um cojones to to basically change stuff and be like uh nope this isn't working let's cut it or we don't like this and again it, some regardless of where you stand on whether you like it or don't like it mm -hmm. like they're they're willing to rock the boat and they're willing to make changes and they're willing to make changes on the fly even if they don't have like the documentation, the erratas and stuff like that. So that's one of the things that I do feel confident in. That's why when, when you know, early on we were saying like, is it broken? No, it's not broken. I think the system works. There's adjustments to be made. And I do think that um, AMG will, will pull the trigger on making changes in a shorter amount of time because they have more invested in it. Like more in, like they've got the magnifying glasses on them, not just from us, mm -hmm. but I'm pretty sure the magnifying glasses on them from, you know, the people that they answer to financially, um, to, to give results. So they're, they're, I, I'm pretty sure that we'll see 
a turnaround in uh, results similar to the Nantex. As soon as Nantex came out, as soon as it got to the level where where it got to them, they're like, nope, this is a problem. Kill it. Yeah, I, I think that is something that um, is much better with AMG than it was with FFG because FFG was like, nope, we're doing points in six months or we're doing points in nine months, so deal with it. Yeah, uh, they they didn't really Marcel, do those emergency I, upgrades. If I referenced the James Franco uh, first time, huh? Mean? Uh, do would you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> first time, huh? Uh, yeah there's there's a meme james franco says first time huh uh as he's in a uh hangman's noose and i'm, uh, that's, man. I'm in my 40s man I, that's I okay man it's there's thing, pictures on the internet um but uh <laughs> anyways i feel like that every time someone's like there's something broken in x-wing yeah there probably will be for like six months so then something else will be so uh, that's the best part about X-Wing right now, at least in our second edition components. Uh, if you don't like it, wait six months. <laughs> I, I, I agree there. And I think we're going to learn a lot about with this set being or this rule set being put out. We're going to learn a lot about AMG over the next six months. I think we're going we're gonna to learn a ton. Um we do have, you know, we have Adepticon coming up. There's uh, the the Richmond Open. There's another event that I am blanking on. There's a, there's a few of them happening. Gen Con. Gen Con. Yeah, you you would assume that there's there's an event happening there. Um, there's they're gonna have the data. We'll see we'll see what they end up um, end up doing. And one of the things I'm working with uh, Tabletop.to essentially is um, any that wants to collect that uh that data the number of rounds and did you go to time uh every round if you wanted to collect that with your your match slips your online match slips uh that's going to be basically a toggle ability you can turn it on and off and the, the, think the more information we can get to amg the better besides just lists um i think that'll be uh that'll be great uh but we got to say that it's it's from live playtesting, right? Oh, of, of course. Of, I mean, of course. Of course. <laughs> like we tested uh, in our basement, in our garage, and we found – we played 600 games over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, we are data. That's all – That's all, that was where that was born. If, if, if you weren't around for the, for the We Are Data t-shirt being uh, inaugurated. <laughs> We'll end up seeing uh, seeing what happens there. Um, JB Besta says, "I got the shirt. That's good. I mean, it's it's true. It's very true." Um, so um, let's talk about the lists that we've played so far. So I, I again, I've only played two games, and I played it with a single list. I'll go ahead and just get mine out of the way because I don't think it's anything super exciting. Uh, I literally took the four ships I had in my bag. That that I because I didn't have time to make a list and said what's the closest thing I can do without having to swap out any ships. I played uh, Poe Dameron, Jess Pava, Rose, and Greer. And uh, notable things about Poe: he had a proton torpedo uh, and prime thrusters, uh, as well as overdrive thrusters. Jess Pava, panel analyzer M9G8, uh, Rose with marksmanship C3PO, and Greer with heroic and optics. That's what I played. 
it seemed fun. It moves fast. Uh, being able to have that proton torpedo and overdrive thrusters and prime thrusters on Poe made him feel like movie Poe. Like, it was nuts. I got to do whatever I wanted. It was a lot of fun. Marcel, what have you played? So I played, I'm not going to go through the upgrades, but I've played Nash, Gorin, and four interceptors. Also Nash, Gorin, Zartek, and three interceptors, which is better because Zartek is better. Then I've played, um, where's this thing? Wedge, Luke, AP5, and Sabine in the A-Wing. I've done uh, the I've done four B-Wings, and then I've done two B-Wings, a U-Wing, and two A-Wings. Yeah, four B-Wings, U-Wing, two A-Wings, and um, Lieutenant Blunt. That's, that's seven ships. That was really bad. Really good in a bad way. Uh, I also did, I tried, uh, I didn't know that it was not going to be legal. I think uh, William or Ryan told me it was not going to be legal for that to come, but I tried the the mandos, the, the floating commandos. Yeah, let me just put that out there. Because they're not, there's not a wide release in the United States for those yet, uh, I'm basically going to give it a two, uh, that 14 day, or sorry, we're going to give it a one week window. And if we miraculously get a giant shipment of them in the U.S., then they'll make them legal, but as of right now, assume that they won't be. Yeah, and, and oh, they Razor were Crest, Razor Crest and Gauntlet. Yeah, Correct. They were hilariously fun. I mean, those little things—just two ships running around doing two straight—and and and night and hard ones were were, were a ton of fun. Um, I mean, I also played. Um, that's mostly it. I have not played any Scum. I have not played any Resistance or any First Order. I did, oh wait, I did play one more Separatist. This was a lot of fun. I played Separatist with three Bombardiers with uh, Proximity Mines and some other mine. Um, no, no, actually three Proximity Mines. One of them had um, Sensor buoys, and then two two other Bombers with I forgot what, and then a, I don't know, it was like a seven-ship, no, six-ship list. It mm -hmm. was, and the, my, my, Trade Federation drone, it was a named one, actually had shield and hull. Right. And th so that <laughs> it was like a five health, uh, it was a five health uh, drone. That was that was hilarious. So anyway, I, I played a six ship separatist. That was actually a lot of fun. It's a ton of bombs everywhere. It was, it was crazy. Ton of bombs and missiles everywhere. So it sounds it sounds like you're really leaning into swarms because most of the all of that was five plus six plus. I have not played less than uh, no. I've played one that was four. That was Wedge, Luke, AP five, okay, and Sabine. I played a four. Everything else has been six or seven. Maybe that's what you, that maybe that's that's the excitement you need. You need to fly a three ship list and see what yeah, happens. Yeah, but I want to win. <laughs> of course, I was like, but I want to win. There it is. <laughs> so you you you're convinced that that the more more bodies, more win is is more, where you're at. More bodies that are tough to kill. Uh, okay, because more bodies not a wings tough to kill. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's only for health, but they move fast to capture objectives, and it's tough to kill them because most of them will have five health anyway. Will? Uh, actually, that was funny enough. Uh, I was flying the, the three Naboo, three V-Wing, and Barris list uh, pretty much all weekend. 
um i forget i think it was marcel who first put it into our chat and then mm -hmm. i was like i was like oh that's spicy uh realized that you can put uh all the ion weapons on it ion missiles esque ion torps um and that has been whew. i mean the namu sometimes they fizzle out right mm -hmm. it, you can do what you do but uh for the most part man that list has been uh overwhelming uh, to both me and my opponent about how much is going on in it uh i did try i think the smallest i did was four mm -hmm. i tried uh grand merrick vault and vermeil um as my aces that was my ace list mm. and that went okay uh under underperformed though vault went down early and i only had three ships so that, right not helpful um and then a lot of it has been just rebels i take blunt <laughs> i take hobby mm -hmm. and then i find four other four point ships and that has been i think a majority of my rebel list uh outside of uh what i was finding republican um the little bit i i flew in empire uh just man <laughs> what you can get for four points like that's that's all i've even been looking at what i can do with a five point ship or like what like how crazy uh darth vader can be i was like i want to i'm digging through the bargain bin uh that's when that's why i got turned on to barris i'm like a, an aether sprite i get a three point aether sprite sold uh and then uh yeah that's all the all the two pointers as well contrail Hobby, Blount, Revis is another one uh, that I've been looking at. Oh, oh I, I just flew a uh, big surprise. Five, four point cost first order ships. Okay. Uh, Backdraft, Phasma, Ember, Scorch, and uh, Gideon in the side shuttle. So all four initiative fours, all four points, all loaded out. And uh, that one's actually pretty good. I'm gonna I'm gonna return to that one. Um, that uh, had a lot of different things. So like the the SFs having multiple arcs, you can cover multiple objectives, right? Side mm -hmm. shuttle, big medium base out there holding down objectives. So that's uh oh Pyre, man Pyre in that list. Uh, I think Pyre is a new hot upgrade right now. That's the Remember, one that you forced them to be stressed at the beginning of the game? Double stressed. Remember you were talking so. about? Yeah. So you're like, oh, yeah, that dude who was, like, lined up right in front of the crate you're trying to pick up? <laughs> nah. Yeah, double stressed him. <laughs> that, that's Marcel, dirty. Like said, I forgot about that one, card. The one that's, like, going to go five forward boost and hit the middle objective? Uh, double stressed. Uh it's nasty. I got to get that into more lists. That's yeah. actually uh, Gideon. It's very uh, good for first order right now. A good um, good thing that I ran into was Magva Yaro uh, is a good child care, the child carrier, uh, because everybody gets the target locks on you, but they can only reroll one max because that's Magva Yaro's <laughs> ability. Oh, like, okay, that's true. So that's pretty funny. You get Predator. Funny. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, okay, target lock. And you get Predator yeah, and, so, and get two for one. I feel like Mando wishes he had that ability carrying the child. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, jeez, no kidding. Right. What have you been putting on the table, Ryan? Um, I also flew 
both the seven uh, ship republic and my own variation, I'm keeping close to my chest. Oh, I like it. I like it. But um, yeah, Republic has a lot, as Will's already said, a lot of great three cost stuff. I think Contrails and I five for two is really good. Um, and then I've been trying to see just like Marcel. I mean, I'm already a swarm guy as it is. So like, the fact that I'm seeing all these lists being put together with all these ships is exciting in multiple factions. I just haven't found the droid swarm yet, unfortunately. <laughs> You can, now, I have seen, you can still make uh, very close to Isophane's list. Mm. Don't know how, I, I have put on the table to try, um, whether it's the Seer and Seven Vultures, or it's the Seer and Six Vultures. So you can have either one. Only one of them gets three Discord Missiles. The other one with the more ships only gets one. How do you what's like the, the Seer, Seer, Seer no longer can take Soulless One. Only Grievous is allowed. Which, by the way, Grievous he's... is really hard not to take in CIS. He's really good. He's so – he's super good. Good value. So, um, uh, Separatist yeah. has been a little bit difficult for me to figure out because I'm not sure yet how good the value of the Vultures are when all these other swarms and other factions are running around and generally better chassis. Uh, and Marcel had just mentioned those Discord, those Discord missiles at, at one agility now. That was one of the erratas. Uh, that did that did go through. If you guys didn't notice, that's another thing I'm kind of mad at. Not the, not actually that they changed that. I don't mind that. I right. kind of wished that range zero attacks could only happen against ships. Ryan, just what, put it in the. What back. does it make sense to shoot a buzz droid off your own ship? What is this? Well, if it's crawling around on your guns, you got to attach the Discord to the back of them so they can't shoot it. Yeah, but then they can. R two going like. <laughs> it's, still probably, it's still probably worth forcing someone to shoot it but I will say on the flip side of it it is kind of feels bad when you put it on a ship that can't get rid of it with a barrel roll and tell it to either you either have to run into a bunch of my ships which already probably not a good spot two mm -hmm. put yourself in front of an obstacle obstacles now much more dangerous so I guess having a self-contained way to get rid of it yourself when you're not shooting and you're disengaging Mm -hmm. I guess. <laughs> Wang. <laughs> My droids. <laughs> yeah, Ryan. Try spinning. That's a good trick. <laughs> you don't have to shoot them. Oh, turns out a lot of my ships that I've been taking know how to spin and boost. Pretty good. All right. All right. So now here, here's here is a question for you. Uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and give myself a challenge. This Wednesday, I want to field a three ship list i know that basically from our discussion it sounds like it's a bad idea you probably should bring more than three which is why i'll tell you they specifically raised the number of ships minimum from two to three because they're like yeah don't bring two ships you're gonna get dumpstered um so Boskin and drew let's go Damn. yeah I, like I, let's toss Actually, me on discord <laughs> Toss me on Discord what you think I should fly. Three, sh the best three ship you can come with, uh, you can come up with, and you, uh, we'll put it on the table. You could get kind of a two ship list if you fly something that docks. Uh, so oh, with the VCX or, or something. Either the VCX or the uh, the Scum um, YV or the Scum mm -hmm. Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, Dion, you can go. Han Falcon, Leia Falcon, AP5. 
Okay. All right, there you go. Make sure you put the title on Leia, not Han. Han doesn't really need it. Uh, so you could go Boba. This is Crassus Trellix and Ahav. Or Nadru. Okay. Your choice. Or Nadru. I think I prefer uh, Because points have gone up, you just take old two ship list and throw a third in there. Just, <laughs> just, also, I get a TIE fighter, get a Z95. I tell you how, how happy I am that AP5 has the points to take K2SO. The, the bot bus lives on. It's one of my favorite types of support ships in the game. It was just always a little expensive to put K2SO crew in there. But now it's like built in. It's great. It's free. Plus bot lives. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Uh, do you want to play Vader Defender? Because he's going coming in a three-ship list. That's true. That's true. Nah, I don't want to fly Vader Defender, though. And hey, Ryan, really I'm going to send you really, really a separate to take, one. Really hard not to take X1 Vader when you can put Pattern Analyzer on him. He just... Oh, no. Advanced Optics, man. What? Just three uh, Talon Roll or 4K and still get my action with Vader, and he can use his ability going, off that action? No, I'm taking Pattern I, don't, I, ain't trying, I ain't trying to K-turn. I'm trying to get four hits every time. <laughs> I'm the Defender Vader now. <laughs> all right, all right. I like it. I like it. Uh, two non-Vader Defenders and an Interceptor. That could, that could be... I mean, I'm going to mess with some stuff. This, again, hit me up on Discord. Uh, so we've... we've we we've talked about scenarios. We've talked about the um, the the changing to list building. We've hit on some of the erratas. Again, we're not going to go through the list. There's there's a, an extensive list of them, um, and of course they've also made some changes to the rules reference. Basically, just kind of clarifying or, or putting into writing the the road rules the player order and things like that um is there anything else from the the new rules that you guys want to hit on specifically or if you're in the chat right now a uh maybe a corner that we we didn't touch on today it's an opportunity to do that we, we've we've hit the what i think are the major categories um but you know we can always always unpack something else uh there is there is uh, apparently going around john i don't know if you knew this oh uh but there's a clarification the that barris only ever has one force uh yeah a lot of people's hopes up about that two force barris oh yeah it's a, it's um, a one it's a one force that's yeah that's that's sad <laughs> Uh, Dion, at least to give you ideas uh, for the three-ship list potential, there are actually one quick thing from Cherokee Open. The top in Swiss was Vader Grand Inquisitor Sutu. Granted, Cherokee Open did start their first round original dogfight, then chance encounter, and then the rest of the scenarios. Mm. I think that was because they wanted to ease people in one two get all the tokens and stuff collected and everything so everyone had all the stuff available yeah. for the rest of the rounds for all the scenarios um but there was also some uh ray poe zori well apparently too you sound like you already started with the poe train <laughs> dude dude <laughs> what can he <you> do <laughs> anything <laughs> 
Awesome, awesome. Well, I want to go ahead and uh, before we head out for the for for the night, uh, I want to go ahead and just take a quick look at the uh, the Cherokee Open list. Uh, they are up on List Fortress. Some of the lists weren't in there, and I went ahead and uh, and I added them in. So now all of them are there. So let's go ahead and let's flip on over to to that. Let me make a quick adjustment to our screen so that we can see everything there it is and we're going to go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and break down the top four here we uh we start with thomas anonymous which you might be like this isn't a real person uh in the GSP events, he's been going by Dread Champ. How'd you know? I watched a stream and I recognized his jacket. That's how I know. <laughs> so it's Dread Champ, uh, who was a big Rebel player in um, in the Galactic Championship Series. He was repping at LVO all of his Rebel pins that he won. He wore, he wore them like war medals on his jacket. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, so what what did, what did he bring here? Uh to first place we got Harrison Dula build out to the nines we got uh everything's gonna be built out to the nines Dion stop saying that uh debris gambit trajectory jamming beam ion torpedoes thermal detonators shield upgrade and stabilize as opposed to you got the trajectory simulator out there uh, being able to chuck the thermals you also have ion control and debris gambit that's interesting to be able to get some uh, some evades out there for Hera's ability, um, that uh, that ability to pass tokens around when uh, when modifying dice. Netrum Pollard, a B wing. Many people have not heard of Netrum Pollard. Uh, has what the the ability something to do with red tokens with the stress? Help me out, guys. Barrel Netrum. Roll, you can turn one eighty after a barrel roll by oh, giving a friend his stress. There you go. Shenanigans. Clamp you know, another after, trajectory after simulator. Hero rolls. You may choose a friendly ship that is not stressed at range zero to one. So be Netrum that does the one eighty, or a friendly ship at zero to one as well. Mm -hmm. No, no, zero to one takes the stress. Oh, Netrum can't flip people around. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then that ship. He himself. You rotate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. All right. Only so... one eighty though. You can't do a ninety. Interesting. I'll take a one eighty. It's he's the best K turn B wing out there. He's a uh, he's a he's very B, good. A, a B defender or or a what a a defender, defender. Yeah, there's a big difference between their two K and one talent roll versus what he could do is hard turn and bear roll, or three forward and bear roll. Like mm -hmm. that's a lot of different K turns. Yeah, two turn bear roll back flip around. <laughs> yeah, pretty intense. Underrated. Speaking of underrated, Dion. Evan Verlan, Yvonne Verlan, uh, with selfless ion cannon turret, ion missiles, chopper, and proton bombs. What? What? Yeah. What? This is this is a uh, this is two point five deal. Netrum Pollard and Evan Verlan can win tournaments. Where? What? Ha what? Hold on. I, we we wrote this Y wing off so long ago. What does what does Dread know that we don't? So he, spend, at the, he spends a focus and gives somebody focus. a stealth device for the round, like a positive tractor token. So you get uh, two agility hero B wing. 
At the start of the engagement phase, you may spend one focus token to choose a friendly ship at range zero to one. If you do, that ship rolls an additional defense die while defending until the end of the round. So it essentially you can, makes you can do it for yourself too, right? It, it makes uh, Ivana almost like a Biggs, right? Because like you said, you put that ability on Hera to protect yep. it, and you're like, well, then I guess I have to kill this Y wing. We're like, well, yeah. You gotta kill this mm -hmm. Y wing, who's also, uh, you know, chucking uh, has proton bombs out there, ion cannon turret, ion missiles. Uh, so he he really leaned into the control here. You got AP five there for support with K two S O crew and R four astromech to have an easier time to relieve stress, and then Zeb that is in I believe the attack shuttle guys uh, with hope. that's not standard. It's the Sheathapede. It's always a Sheathapede. You're right. You're right. The Sheathapede with Hopeful, Sabrine, Ren, and Hull Upgrade. So two coordinating ships and, uh, and three or two B-Wings and a Y-Wing. That sounds – honestly, though, that makeup of ships, that sounds super early first edition. You just bring – Seriously, right? You're like B wings and Y wings. That's alphabet That's... soup, man. Yeah. Got some S, <laughs> S wings in there. Got some Y wings. Got some B wings. All right, all right. Uh, Will the runner-up, Zachary Farrell. What did he bring? All right, Zachary Farrell has brought a uh, Grand Republic swarm. Starts with three Naboo's in uh, one starfighters. Uh, those are Naboo handmaidens uh, with. Uh, R2 Astromech, that's the disabled for shield. Ion Torpedoes, uh, Danae Elberger, also uh, in the N1 uh, with Elusive, R2 C4, and Ion Torpedoes. So you got rerolls on defense. Uh, actually, I guess I don't, I just, when I always played it that the decoyed went on Danae, someone correct me if Zachary had put it somewhere else. Uh, no idea. But the handmaidens can hand out evades. Uh, Danae gets rerolls and can spend her evade for a force mon or a focus modifier. Very good trio there. Uh, then you have a trio of V wings. That's Contrail with Esk Willif Tarkin, who can share locks that he has with people. Uh, that with elusive more defensive rerolls. Uh, ion missiles. Yeah, got to. Uh, R3, of course, and this one's got Besh and Seismic Charges. Click uh, is another V-Wing who can deny range bonuses from people uh, if he has them locked. It's got dedicated R3, Besh, and the new Blazer Bomb, which I don't even know what it does. It, it blows up and creates more obstacles. Is this... I, I don't know. It's not legal no. for Adepticon, so I haven't read it yet. <laughs> it's it's in the Pride of Mandalore pack, so it will be legal. Yeah. It um, will be legal for Adepticon. Oh, I, you're I... right. You're right. You're right. Pride of Mandalore. Sorry. So the, yes. the Blaze Bomb itself, when this device detonates, each ship and remote at range 0 to 1 rolls a die. Each ship or remote suffers one damage for each hit or crit. So it's damage on the initial explosion is just like a bomblet generator. Same thing. Um... But after it detonates, place the Blaze uh, template, which is almost like a, a Proxmine, at the end of the actual token. And then that the Blaze is an obstacle for two turns, just like the Chaff Cloud. 
Okay. So it's a, can you not launch these? They seem very good launched. You can launch them. Yeah. Really? All right. Yeah. This seems very powerful. Uh, but yeah, uh, the new Blaze Bomb uh, sounds uh, like that is on click. And then rounding out the list, uh, Tiny Grand herself, Bear Sophie, with Instinctive Aim, Concussion Missiles, and Calibrated Laser Targeting. So rolls around. If you don't shoot at her, she can spend her force to shoot a three-dice missile. If someone else has a better shot... Uh, she can spend her force to give them uh, an eyeball modification shooting through their bullseye. Uh, if you've activated Esk on Contrail, uh, you can actually convert one of his hits, uh, same thing in the bullseye, uh, from a hit to a crit. Super versatile. Um, ship, best three-point ship in the game right now, Bear Sophie. Uh, and that makes that six threes and a two uh, in, in all that that I just listed off. What a list. That, that's a lot. That's a lot. Ion control uh, bombs. So good. All right. Marcel, go ahead and take Trevor Richards, one of our two top four. Yeah. Uh, so Trevor Richards brought Trajectory Simulator Hera with Proton Torpedoes, Seismic Charger, Shield Upgrade, Stable uh, S-Foils, Wedge with Elusive Proton Torpedoes, uh, Shield Upgrade, AP5 with K2SO and R4. I think that's like, you know, if you're not, if you bring AP5 and not K2SO, K2SO and R4, it's, it's not the right AP5. Uh, Arvo with Shield Upgrade and Vectored cannons and uh same thing if you're flying rebels are not bringing lieutenant blunt uh you made a mistake you, you took a ride at albuquerque um yeah really that's five right five list one two three one yeah, five two, ships. three yeah now i would great list i would love to see afterburners instead of shield upgrades on wedge but uh super cool list all right, and last but not least, Ryan, take our last top four competitor. By the way, shout out to Tommy who got in, got in the top eight, but we don't with we don't got enough time unfortunately to break down the top eight. All right, uh, Kyle Joapi, Jupri, Harry, Jopri. got it. All right, I didn't know if the J was like one of those silent J's in that one. Um, another revelist. We have Braylon with Marksmanship. Marksmanship, Ion Cannon, Auto Blasters, Afterburners, Stabilized S-Foils, 10 Nub with Elusive, Fire Control System, Proton Torpedoes, Hull Upgrade, Stabilized S-Foils, Callus in the VCX with Just Saw and Leia and Blount. There was a game I saw on stream um, where he used Leia turn one, four-straighted, I think, both the Bs and... Uh, Callus, and then use the afterburners on Braylon to just get even further around a quarter and just alpha strike, I think, a Barris Offy in the first turn. Whoa, brutal. <laughs> Gotta watch out for, for B wings that have Leia will get in position real quick if they want. Leia first turns could be really strong for sure. 
All right. Well, there you go. There's our top four for the Cherokee Open. Again, they didn't use the the you know they they used what did you they, uh, slowly warming up the uh, the people for uh, for for the different objectives, but it was the first taste of. Um, of the list building i think that's probably to me that's the most interesting part the list building that was the, you know the initial look uh when we take a look at our our faction numbers for the cherokee open uh rebels 14 there was 32 players 14 out of the 32 people brought rebels that is a huge percentage a big big look at if you go through the lists you'll see a lot of b wings in there a lot of b wings uh followed closely by the republic again not a surprise we've talked a lot about hey the republic can take a lot of ships so can uh so can the rebellion after that, that was with nine, by the way, nine ships with the Republic. Then we have four Empire, three Resistance, two Separatists, one Scum. And what I find the most interesting, zero First Order lists. Uh, my, it's, the first, it's the first event, but do, do you think these percentages will hold for Adepticon? Just kind of looking no, at this list. No, we'll, we'll get more variety, I think. By sure, numbers will get more variety, but I think... Yeah. Um, Republic and Rebel will Rebel will still be one, Republic will still be two, um, and then everybody else will will, will lag. I think so. And there's gonna I be think some the uh, the first order just Kylo is at a, really a big prices right now. You don't have access to the Upsilon, right? Bombers got nerfed. I'm gonna say nerfed. They really didn't. You can still fit five of them with whatever you want. Um, but, is it every, everybody else got better, so they're not as as desirable? Exactly. They didn't. They stayed about the same power level as what they were before, which now means that you're bad. If you're not good, you're bad, right? That's right. Basically, how competitive games go. I think there's a lot of. So what we saw in the beginning was the obvious stuff. Oh, trajectory simulator B wings with Sabine. That's a great starting point, right? Like that can mess up objectives. Rebels really strong in that. In that um, and then Republic people saw the things they could put in the Republic list plus force, right? It was shown force is good. Um, you can take actions such as the uh, specifically the scenario actions and still have modifications. That is strong to have. Um, and then beyond that, it's I I feel like the the tier two is like Empire and. Scum slash resistance, maybe like kind of around there, middle a little bit. Um, I I was surprised that scum scum's was also so having problems. I, I think a lot of people still play scum. It's a very popular faction as it is. Mm -hmm. I would still expect that to jump up for Adepticon. Uh, um, maybe I, not. I, I feel like for first order and separatists are consistently low, and there's not something obvious with first order and separatists right now that jumps out as like this is the thing I should be using beyond just like one or two ships where you're like this is real value a la Grievous and Separatist, at least for me. In First Order, yeah. I don't see something immediately and go like, this is amazing value and I should like find to build around it. There's small values here and there, but not a lot of like complete build around. Mm -hmm. We're not sure if it's still Kylo the faction. Can you have Kylo plus enough ships to get it done? We don't know right now. Kylo's eight yeah. points right now. Yeah, you can Oof. get, um, I think getting five... Um the five of the silence silencers is that what they're called not silencers whispers whispers 
Yeah, you can get five whispers, and I think that's one of the three hundred point lists. Or that's also or one of the like three hundred dollar lists. <laughs> yeah, well, true, true. <laughs> super yeah, expensive. Oh, no, you, you don't need you don't need money. You need friends. Like, <laughs> hey, it's just like um, we're good. it's just like for life. Yeah, I agree a lot with Ryan, with the exception that I I would flip the scum and CIS assessment. I think the CIS has better options than Scum right now. I think Scum struggles in finding good quality three-point chips. That's what they lack. They don't yeah. have anything that is worthwhile um, at three points. They, their three-point chips are Z95s and uh, type Escape crafts. Escape uh, crafts, yeah. I they don't, like they they, got, they, they all those are underwhelming. They got pretty good two-point chips. Oh, yeah. They have, but like, they, have, they have okay three-point chips, but man. Can I compare to you, like, uh, even Seavor. Seavor versus Barris Ophi, though. Like, Seavor versus... Seavor is four. Seavor is four? Okay. Seavor is four. You, Yushin. Overseer Yushin is, like, their, their three-pointer. I guess it's not true. It's probably are you, are you Lando. Are looking at maybe the value that they may have considered then moving through rocks? Big deal for objectives right now. I mean, I can see that, but your turn is escape. Trajectory simulator seismics. I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna stand by my point that in the same three point category, you have an aether sprite and an escape craft, and you're gonna tell me that that's somehow equal. So I, I agree. Plus, I mean, plus it's a, a standard as well. All the cool ships. Kyraxes, Star Vipers, right? Um, quad Jumpers. They don't have access to them in, in Standard right now. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, I know that we, we always will compare faction cost of pilots across factions and compare them, and that's how you find value in the 200-point in the game. Uh, oh, sorry, excuse me, the now 20-point game. I know. <laughs> We're like, wow, Dion. Wow, where are you at? Um, where have you been the last week, Dion? Jeez. <laughs> I have been typing that rules document, man. Oh, tr- trying to get, ar- trying to avoid all the rules lawyers. You know, you know, you know the people. You know. Anyway, this has been fun being able to to break this down. Uh, we have a lot of content to get out to you guys. I w- I want to make in a a. a uh, a concise video for each of the objectives so that people have that information before Adepticon because I know there's people who would prefer for me to read it to them rather than to to read it themselves and they have it simplified. That's okay. We can do that for you. Um, and uh yeah so we just we we want we want to get that information out we did the list building video that was part part one because I think that was like the biggest like surprise for most people was was that uh so we got that out and uh we'll we'll take care of you we want to make sure that you guys are, are all set marcel has his hand raised yes marcel i just remembered i was going to say something the, yeah. i promised to say something and before you sign off hit it um there if you if you go um i'll share it on on um on one of the general uh, gsp discord channels but there's there's some multiple links out there to go and uh, provide um, some type of financial support for uh, medics and volunteers in Ukraine right now. Um, so I will share some of the links that were shared by 
um, the team captain of uh, Team Team Ukraine. Um, and again, these are non-combat uh, charities. They are providing volunteer medical support. So I'll I'll put the link. Actually, Dion, I'll give you the link. And then yeah, you figure we'll, out we'll, we'll get we'll get that yeah. we'll get that. So done. just if you have an opportunity, um, they need it. So you know, if you see it in there, and if you can, please do. All right, everybody. Well, um, the 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 next thing I wanted to hit before uh, before we sign off is the Jank Tank Open is still going on. Just so you guys know, I think Marcel is in the top four. Uh, we're still waiting on a couple of games to wrap up. We should have our final here in the next couple of weeks, uh, and we'll find out what uh, what charity the winner would like to to send that money towards. I know with uh, with all the two point five stuff, some people may have forgotten that it's going on. Uh, but it is. It's still happening in the background. All right. But uh, that is it. What we have for today. The links for, for those charities will be posted on our Discord and also included in the episode descriptions down below. And um, be smart and stay safe. Gold Squadron. <laughs>